This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You know, guys, uh, Uber in 2016 moved from Postgres to MySQL. And one of their claim as to why MySQL is better was this thing that's called statement-based replication. I remember it was the thing. And then I also made a video about it talking about these benefits of MySQL right versus Postgres. And then we know that most of these benefits are not really, it's very unique to Uber's case, but this is not out of question. This is not the topic. But the topic is really, I want to talk about is how really bad statement-based replication really is. I just discovered this really recently when Facebook actually upgraded to uh, MySQL version 8. Uh, some of you guys, thank you, thank you by the way, uh, sent me this article that Facebook is migrating to MySQL version 8. And, and one blip in that article is like, hey, we're ditching the statement-based replication uh, to to row-based replication, which is equivalent to logical replication in Postgres or streaming replication, I believe. But why are we talking about this? Uh, Statement-based replication is, turns out, when I actually looked at the disadvantages uh, versus its advantages, like, yikesy. This is the topic of this episode of the Back in Engineering Show. Stay tuned and let's have fun uh, learning about statement-based replication. Welcome to the Backend Engineering Show with your host, Hussein Nasser. This is the show where we discuss the art and the craft of building software and cover recent news on backend technologies. If you enjoy the show, Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and rate it on Spotify and Apple Podcast. With that said, let's get on, on the show. What is going on, guys? My name is Hussein, and welcome to the Backend Engineering Show. And today's episode is statement-based replication and, and how really nasty it is. Statement-based replication. First of all, replication is the idea of having your beautiful DMLs going to a master node. And this master node subsequently push these changes, these DMLs, to some worker nodes, thus this is the idea of replication. You need more nodes having your data so that you can scale horizontally. Just saying the master node pushes these changes to worker nodes means that you really don't know anything what you're talking about. You're talking abstractly. You're like a manager talking about stuff that they don't know or they don't understand, right? You need to dig deep. That's the job of an engineer. What does that mean? Changes. 
right? Do you actually push the statement, the SQL statement as a string down the throat of these worker replicas? Or do you execute the statement in the uh, master node, give the wall changes or the redo changes and these just, just the changes and then push these changes across the wire to the replicas? Or do you do this asynchronously? Or do you do this synchronously? Do you block the writer until all the writes of the replica succeed? Or do you just wait, right? Or, or, or you fail if any of them fail? Or, or do you like take the maximum? So many variables and refactors to do this thing. This stuff is not straightforward, right? Yeah, this is where tuning comes into picture. But our topic is statement-based replication, where you essentially uh, copy, you replicate these SQL statements, and not necessarily as a string per se, because dumping a string is not really uh, it's not really a good idea. You parse the logical concept of the statement, right? The 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 actual commands that the SQL statement represents, right? So now I always thought that this is always the superior, better approach uh, because one benefits Uber uh, actually liked with statement-based replication compared to Postgres, which I believe didn't have that back in 9.2 or 9.1. I, I forgot which, which version Postgres uh, Uber was on. Low bandwidth. When you send the statements down the uh, wire, the network usage between the master and the replicas are very minimum because you're not sending the actual content that changed if you're executing the statement and it and resulted to a million writes i don't know why you're changing a million things in a in an oltp database but let's say you do and you shove these million changes down the network yikes a lot of stuff and and uh, one of the things that uh, uber complained about postgres postgres had this thing that's called write amplification which i talked about which any t anything you touch has to touch multiple indexes updates all this stuff so there is a write amplification as a result of a single thing which doubles this amount or even tripled the amount of writes so there there is a lot of activity going on so statement-based replication was the, always the best thing. Yeah, just execute it in the master and then send the statement and then re-execute it on the replicas. And another benefit, this besides the, uh, the the bandwidth thing, is since it's now it's just another statement, you can just shove it in just like another query. And as a result, you get the multi-version concurrency control because like, hey, someone is executing this query so you have full contents as to what you need to lock what to need what what you need to isolate uh, from this transaction you're going to respect the isolation levels you're going to respect the consistency rules you're going to respect the atomicity you can respect or respect and acquire all the locks that you need effectively for for the other transactions to be in the proper isolation level uh this is as opposed to just shoving the binary changes without any context. When you essentially just write the binary files, that's what uh, that's what Postgres used to do. By the way, it's not it's just like hey, these are the changes, right? It's it's a very low level changes. So, hey, this is the changes, and when you do that, 
you can't you don't really need know what the context of these changes are it's like hey change these values uh just just shove this page uh, wait wait a second what should i lock again uh you don't have content as a result you have to block everything it's like wait a second anyone that was trying to write wait a second let me write this page to desk and then i'm gonna do my stuff right so mvcc was very hard in postgres back in 95 this is no longer the case MV, uh, now rep uh, logical replication is is a thing built in postgres so no longer a problem right we have this context now that we talked about the good thing about statement-based replication i was really surprised when i read the disadvantage and, and, and i get a good kudos to my sql team for actually being very explicit and explaining how really bad statement-based replication can be that's why facebook is moving away and uh, i i can make a bet that Uber is going to move away from statement-based replication to raw-based replication, which is the logical version uh, of of uh, of uh, uh, MySQL. So, what's wrong with it? Well, let's like the first one. The first thing is when you execute the beautiful your beautiful statement on the master node, and let's say this is an expensive query you have joins and stuff you're you're reading from other tables or you're updating something but this update is is dependent on some query that you need to execute which is expensive which does a failful table scan or certain index it touches a lot of stuff you're doing so much that expensive so you're executing this in master and you get a small set of rows two or three tops and now all the costs that you just did you have to do it again on replica one and replica two and replica three so it is the re-execution of the statement is cpu ram resources right time and if, if it's and as a result if you're using synchronous replication then you are blocked as a user you're just waiting for all these statements to be executed on all of these replicas to get a consistent strongly consistent view right so state-based replication re-execution can be very nasty right especially with, with latency and, and resources and stuff like that all right let's say uh saying i, I can deal with re-execution it's not really a big deal here's another thing when you use functions in your SQL statement, right? Like now, for example, function like now or function like date or function functions that are non-deterministic, right? And let's take now as an example. If you have a, a query that says, okay, select from blah, 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 where date equal now, and you execute this on master, and now you have to send that statement down all the way to the replica the now on the master is different than the now on the replica that is scary you're gonna get a different results on the replica versus different results on the on, on the other replica versus the master you gotta get a different results so if you're updating something based on a value of now like the date currently that is gonna most of the time give you different results you don't want that so mysql fix this actually by by parsing the value of now 
and sending the raw value and so you're replacing the variable the vain variable for instead of now to actually the value itself when it says now but the problem still exists with all the functions really most of the functions that are non-deterministic and depends on the environment that you're execution in so this non-deterministic behavior is scary so all of a sudden this leaky abstraction jumps in front of your face as a developer and you have to deal with it as a developer right not fun another thing is limits so when you don't have an order by and let's say for example uh, i don't know you're, you're inserting something into the master where select by uh, uh, and you have an inner select that does a limit like give me first thousand rows update the first thousand rows right when you do a limit without an order by you are at the mercy of how the database decided to store these rows you cannot guarantee the order of the rows in the table in the index yeah they are ordered but in the table not really right the, the entries you cannot guarantee the order of the entries you have to order them by by yourself and we can get to the why the order or not really it just depends on the scheduling aspects of the database like even if you insert the same statements at the same time you can have a lock at a certain time which have one statement getting delayed after the other and you get you know you're not going to get the same order at the table that's why people use order by so you guarantee the actual order so if you're using limit without order by don't uh, mysql actually gives you a warning it says hey stop doing that that bad idea don't do limit without an order by because i can't guarantee that these you're going to get the same exact result in my uh, in the master versus the replica right this, this is just different you're going to get different results this is come back to the re-execution cost of this and uh, another thing is when you when you execute a statement the database needs to acquire certain amount of locks shared locks uh, access locks to to guarantee these kind of values that you're going to get back right that's just how the database works but if you're going to execute the statement and acquire all these locks and then all of a sudden you found out that you're updating a single row and you only lock that row right you have to dispose of all these locks right because hey i didn't really touch any of them i just temporarily locked them because i i thought that i'm gonna need them and i didn't so i just released them so you did all this work so you acquire this lock and then release them back and then and then you have now one lock right eventually effectively now and then sql server does does something called the lock escalation it's like oh i'm turning a lot of locks you know what i'm gonna lock the whole table instead you can disable that by by the way so all of this stuff have to be re-executed in the replica as well so you're gonna reacquire all these locks again only to find out that you need only one Ugh. yeah so more locks equal more memory right depends on you how your dbms does your locking and as a result you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna increase the resources the part of the re-execution thing again yes statement-based replication yikesy man and finally there's another one that i liked is when you do these uh, uh, select for update kind of queries like okay i'm gonna select these kind of rows but i wanted to update them so i want to obtain an exclusive locks to uh did you guys see this this is actually i don't know if you noticed this is mickey mouse band-aid i have a kid now so yeah 
<laughs> so yeah, when when you do a select for update to ex, uh, to select certain rows, but you want to obtain exclusive locks on these little rows, right? And there's an option to say, okay, no, wait. If if the if I can lock it, fine. If I don't, then fail. And this is the scary part. The no wait can actually fail the SQL if it can't obtain the exclusive locks. You can get into a situation where the statement will succeed in master, but it will fail on the replica because of couldn't obtain the lock for one reason or another, right? You can guarantee that these will be identical, right? Especially if you're executing reads on the other uh, replica concurrently right people are reading from your replica right so you're just not you're just not leaving it like that people are reading from it right and some situation if you have an active active cluster which is very hard to get right uh, you're even writing to the replica yikesy so you cannot guarantee that the state of the replica is equal to the master and as a result fail if it fails then it depends on what kind of uh, replication you have if it's asynchronous then you got eventual consistency i don't i really doubt you're gonna get eventual you're gonna get weak consistency in this case unless you retry somehow right if if you have retry in place yeah you're gonna get strong eventual consistency at the end of the day everything will consume if you have synchronous replication then your write will fail and, and the application have to retry it all right, guys, that's it for me today. I wanted to talk about statement-based replication. I, re I was surprised reading about that. Apparently, a, people are moving away from statement-based replication for these kind of reasons, right? You just you, you cannot guarantee it. Yeah, it's very sexy that it's, it's very slim to send across the network as a tiny thing. But the costs, uh, people are moving to logical replication. Parse the statement, execute it. Tell me what it does and then replicate that these changes, right? Uh, this is part of the logical replication or role-based replication in MySQL, logical replication in Postgres. All right, guys, that's it for me today. I'm going to see you in the next one. You guys stay awesome. Goodbye.